This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. And your favorite podcasts. Lester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Lester City. Tune in and join in now. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Are you ready? I'm saying... Are you ready?
Good evening, fellow Fox fans. As it says there, how the devil are you? It is great to have you along. Um, for those of you that are following clubs that aren't in the Premier, uh, aren't in the Champions League, you won't have anything to watch tonight. So get on and watch Leicester till I die TV. What that says about us and our guests, the fact that I don't know because neither of us are obviously in the Champions League, but we are in different versions of European football. Yeah, we'll come on to that in a minute. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. It is on Facebook at Leicester Till I Die, the group. Twitter at Leicester TID. And if you are on YouTube, we are now subbed. Uh, uh, we now hit the 1,000. So please sub us and keep us going. Uh, it's just part of a journey. It's Leicester Till I Die TV. And you can also now on the channel, if you'd like to make a donation, just to say thank you, Chris and Brad and everybody else else out of the channel, you can make a little super chat. We, I'll be very, very grateful. So how are you? Are you doing well? Have you got over the weekend yet? Let's find out whether my guests have. Brad? Good evening to you, sir. How are the devil are you? Evening, Chris. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling good. So uh, I'm happy to get back to this and sort my life out a little bit and get better at predictions because uh, yes. this week did not go well for anyone, really, except maybe yourself, I think. But uh, Well, it went better for some of us more than others. But we will come on to that. I'm sure we will come on to that. Talking about predictions, and I'm glad to say that he has rushed back from the shops because he has been out buying, you know, Tottenham season highlights already, because, of course, they were top for two weeks. Simon, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? <laughs> How's it going, Chris? How's it going? Yeah. yeah. It's going very, I'm all over very it now. Good. I'm Sorry? all over it. <laughs> well, it was your customary two weeks, but unfortunately, of course, it was only because of the international break. Yeah, absolutely. But, Chris... It's Spursy, mate. Absolutely. I enjoyed it while we had it for two weeks. That's it. Yeah. It's gone. You, you you, were doing the Donald Trump, weren't you? End it now. End <laughs> That's it. it. That's what you're saying. That's what you're doing. But uh, hey, like I say, it is the uh, prediction show. Thanks a lot for joining us. It's me and Brad, and we have a different guest each week. We, we've we've been carrying on with the London theme. I think we've been stuck in London for a few weeks. But you're a Spurs fan. Give a shout out to your channel because you are you're a great friend of this channel. We have a bit of banter. We have a lot of banter, in fact, don't we? Um, I have to be honest with you, usually towards you, but then that's because you're a Spurs fan. Um, but uh, give a shout out to your channel and how people can find you. Yeah, nice one, Chris. Yeah, if, if you just want to follow us, guys, we are on Premier Hotspur TV on all platforms, uh, guys. So just come over to Premier Hotspur TV. But first, go over to Chris and Brad on Lesser Till I Die. Absolutely fantastic channel. You are a gentleman, sir. And you, you're now making me feel bad for... Um for dissing you <laughs> but I'll get, I'll get over it don't worry i will get over it <laughs> but let's have a look at um how things are going so far and i'm sorry brad but this it does have to be done uh, <laughs> i'm just i'm just hiding come on yeah no. yeah if you if you if you don't want to know the results look away <laughs> as they say uh, so uh, um after four weeks uh brad has been caught by the guest who are on 17 points each Somebody, and, and, and I guess that would have to be me, two points clear there on 19. We, um, oh, where are you going, Chris? 
well, I can say, like you said, end it now. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, going just quickly going through last last week's results. I mean, I didn't see that one. Nobody saw that one coming um, for yourselves, uh, Simon. What what happened, Chris? I was at work, so I was glad I was at work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw the lineup, Chris, and when I saw the three older midfielders doomed, I said doomed. That's it. Absolutely, yeah. game over. I gave up from there, and it was, mate. It was what I saw of it. I, I watched the highlights. Now we was absolutely terrible, seriously. Mm-hmm. And we, it was after the sending off, that's what uh, threw Palace into life, you know what I mean? The sending off, I think, threw into life and and Wilfred, Sa- um, Wilfred Saha come into life, in it. And yeah. Edward, what I've been saying about this guy, we should have had him at Tottenham. Comes on. I did say, Chris, you know what, when I was doing my preview for this game, mm. I said, Vieira will get one over us, Edward will get a goal. Trust me, that would have happened. I mean, on that, Brad, I mean, obviously, you know, we were linked with Edward more than any other club because of the uh, Brendan Rodgers connection. But, you know, yeah. it's one game, and I've got every Leicester fan virtually in Facebook saying, oh, we should have signed him. You know, we should have got It's one game, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember when Timo Pope started the season with six goals and everybody said, oh, we should have signed him, we should have signed him, we should have signed him. And we're talking low-league clubs like Arsenal. We're, at, we're making them statements. But still, nevertheless, he scored six goals in like the first four games and everybody wanted him. Don't think he yes. scored again. So, yeah. <laughs> calm down. Stop waiting your knickers. There's a reason <laughs> we went for Dakar over Edward, and that's because the likes of Liverpool and that were interested in him. And no offence to them, but Crystal Palace were interested in Edward. And some stupid naivety was the reason we didn't get him and we moved very swiftly to replace him. I'm not interested in scoring two goals. If he goes and scores 25 goals and win Golden Boot, then maybe we'll have a Homer Simpson moment, but yes, two goals. And, and Arsenal, sorry to say this, Simon, Arsenal finally got off with a win. I mean, I thought that was going to be a boring nil-nil uh, draw, but it wasn't far off. Um, Brighton, Simon, they're, they're surprising me. Brighton, got to be honest with you, I said this could be the season they go down, but you know, we got them next and they're still up there. Absolutely, Chris. Absolutely. They're flying at the minute with um, Potter at the minute. They've got him, he's got him playing great. He's got him playing great football. He's continued from last season and they've signed one or two. And time time will tell with that team because they, they have up and down Brighton, isn't it? So we'll yeah. see how it goes. But they've had a great and a fantastic start. And that's a fantastic um, victory away from home because uh, Arsenal couldn't go and win there. So no, there you go. No. And to be honest with you, um, He's obviously uh, Potter has got them playing magically. Yeah. Potter Teaching magical. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should, should we move? Should we move on from that bad joke? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, you're supposed to laugh. I can I can mute you. You know, uh, Leicester Man City. Brad, we kind of knew that was probably on the cards, didn't we? And it was a case of, I think if we'd got a point, it would have been fair because we did hurt them on the break, and the goal was borderline toenail VAR job. But uh, at, at some points, it was like, you know, the film Zulu, wasn't it? They were just coming at us and, and not stopping. No, I think it was an expectant. I think anybody that plays against Man City, even the top teams, even like the PSGs and Real Madrid at World, you're expecting a tough game when you get Man City. The sheer, not just quality of the 11, but the quality of the 25, the 30, even their youth products, right down to the very last man in it, 
you know, on, on, on the pitch at all levels. Manchester are a quality side. But we spoke about it afterwards and we were very pleased with the performance over the, over the result, obviously, because we lost the game. But I think we've just shown that that's where our calibre is. I think in, in a few seasons gone by, we've normally taken a whacking off Man City or surprised them. Whereas this season, even... Guardiola, who normally finds every excuse under the sun to say that the opponents weren't were lucky or whatever, gave a lot of compliments to us as a club. And I think that just shows where Leicester have matured and improved over the last few seasons. So could we have taken a point? On another day, I think we do. I think if it weren't for the meddling kids at UEFA, you know, we might have had a 37-year-old Scott Carlton <laughs> goal, as Scooby-Doo Gang's villains once said. But it wasn't to yeah. be, at the end of the day, Another day, we draw it. Another day, we may turn it around and win it. Unfortunately, we didn't get the result. But on our past three games, the performance was ideal, especially with us having this higher European competition to come up with on Thursday. It was a performance that was needed to install yeah. confidence that they can beat these teams. And Simon, the only other one really that, that, that stands out for me, Man United demolishing Newcastle, which probably wasn't surprising itself, but Ollie's really got to win something this season, hasn't he? I mean, you know, they've spent the money. They've got the God back, if you like, you know, although obviously they kept it quiet. But they've got the God back. He starts, comes back with a couple of goals. Uh, if, as I say, if they don't win at least the Caribou Cup this season, Ollie's got to go, surely. Uh, listen, Chris, I, I think Manchester United, mate, they've been backed um, greatly. Um and I've seen United fans moan about they're not being back greatly. I, I think they're, they're great. They've done some great signs. Varane was a fantastic sign for, uh, for me. Yeah. Very experienced. He's won everything. Um, and Ronaldo coming home, scoring two, getting one tonight as well. Just watching the Champions League game here against young boys. This guy <laughs> will be a fantastic sign. And Jaden and Sancho, um, the jury's still out with him. I'm not, I'm not a massive fan on Sancho. He's done all right in the Bundesliga, but City let him go for a reason. Um, mm. I mean, they don't let go of really good players, do they? See, um, no, so no. my jury's still out on Sancho. Well, I think. Said, I think all I will say is Lukaku, De Bruyne, any of these. Yeah, Pogba. Uh, um, how many? How many players are sold, and then we actually people buy them back at inflated prices. And to be fair, I think with Sancho, he was more wanting out of Man City. To, because he felt he was worthy of full time uh, of first team football at a high level, despite his age. So sometimes it's not always in the club's ha best hands to get it. And I think sometimes no. Man City and that they don't like to admit defeat when it comes to a player like you said, Chris, with De Bruyne and that they don't want to swallow their own um, eat their own humble pie on certain players. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll say good evening to. Um... Uh, put my teeth in and try that again we'll say good evening to James thanks for joining us James uh, you made the point there City had more control of the game they probably did in fairness uh, but let's move on from last week and let's move on to this week and let's get uh, into the predictions
Hello, welcome. I don't know what. Well, I don't know how that played out at your end, guys. It was completely, uh, completely shot at my end. But let's just get well this week's. End, uh, sorry, it played out well my end. Yeah, well. same okay. It's great. Must just must be my end then. I've uh, it, it's me age. Me ends. Me ends aren't good. Right. Okay. I'm gonna, so let's I'm going to copy with... your homework this week, Chris. By the way, copying your homework. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not, cop <laughs> not copying yours because I copy. You know, me, Simon. Me and Brad hardly ever agree, and we agreed on so much last week, and it was a shit yeah. week. <laughs> what can yeah. I say? <laughs> I've got to no, be careful no. what, what I say with my language here because I actually uh, I have two shows I don't know if you guys remember called the Shit Shirt Show, and it was on about bad things and you YouTube won't monitorize them because it's called the Shit Shirt Show. But there we go. <laughs> we have to be, we have to be careful these days. <laughs> right, Simon. Yeah. Let's start with you and look at Newcastle and Leeds United. How do you see this one going? It's the Friday night on Sky Sports. Well, both teams are starting uh, terribly this season. Um, mm. Leeds, I think this is second season syndrome for them. Um, I don't think they really brought for the summer. Um, they got a whooping yesterday against uh, Liverpool. Um, Newcastle, I, I mean, I didn't expect nothing uh, less than a whooping against United as well. Um, both teams are not playing great at the minute. Uh, oh, Jesus. But I fancy Newcastle to get this at home. Um, really? Wow! And I fancy him two one. If me personally, I think I, I think they'll do. I think they'll do Leeds there. So you're going for a Newcastle? That is very brave of you. Newcastle nineteenth at the moment with one yeah. point. Um, Brad, let you go first, and you can't copy my homework. <laughs> uh, this, this is this is one of them where at the start of the season, if you'd have told me game week five. Newcastle Leeds, I'd have gone Leeds. Easy. Easy Leeds. The way they played last season and the way everybody keeps talking about them. The Bielsa, some may say stubborn way of playing football. He doesn't seem to ever change his mentality, which it can be a good thing. It can be a good thing if the players thrive off it. They clearly do. But results haven't gone their way and, and they've gone badly. I would I would assess they had a hammer in against Manchester United. They had a hammer in against Liverpool. All right, I didn't watch the game, and I know I think there was a red card incident. I don't know how yep. much of an effect there is, but they've not really. They're stubbornly sticking to their traditions, and it is causing, you know, a second season syndrome. So give me a second. Any, meeny, miny, my catch. Oh no, we ain't got that long. I can't. I can't eliminate it that way. So I honestly don't know. I, I generally can't predict it, but unfortunately, we're on a show where predictions are vital. So I'm going <laughs> to. I'm and you gonna can't sit go to on North Macedonia, mate. You can't go. You're not playing. Damn it. Uh, I'm going to do a Craig, and I'm just going to sit on the fence on this one, and I'm just <laughs> going to put myself down at the middle of the draw because I can't pick either of them to win because they're both so bad on form. I mean, I agree with you totally. Uh, and, no, and a lot of... <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, you, you should be, you, you know, I, I. Did better than you last week, so you should be happy. I'm, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm not going to agree <laughs> on not going to agree on the draw. Um, James says there, Nuke, Steve Bruce won't last the season. The thing is, I think he might last the season because I don't think um, Mike Ashley's got the sort of spherical objects to to get rid of him. Um, you know, 
Mike Ashley is not about winning trophies. Mike Ashley is about getting enough money and selling the club now. Uh, why he bought the club in the first place, God only knows. Um, there are clubs, so, he could, so he could sell Newcastle shirts on cheap at Sports Direct. <laughs> probably, yes, <laughs> probably. But you know what? Uh, second season syndrome is bad. I mean, we had second season syndrome really bad at Leicester, didn't we? Yeah, so bad we actually accidentally ended up winning the league trying to survive. Accidentally, like yeah, didn't didn't go out to win it at all. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think who came second that year. <laughs> Arsenal. What were, Arsenal were they third it? as well before Spurs got beat by Newcastle? <laughs> oh, sorry, I'll get play the team, man. I'll get play the team. Sorry, Simon, you are the guest here, but you know, I'm sorry. No it, there was absolutely no rivalry between before, before no, that happened, no. but uh, but now Nippon, good evening. How are you? Thanks for joining us, Chelsea fan. There, uh, Man United want uh, won't. Sorry, Man United want to re-sign Steve Bruce, so he won't be there long. As a ball boy, <laughs> I can't see him doing anything else. I wouldn't trust him making the cheese on the sandwiches. I tell you that much. <laughs> but. I think Newcastle are going to be, you look at it, Newcastle, Norwich. I had Norwich going down, as I think most people have. Newcastle had got 17th, 18th. I ummed and awed. I thought they might just get out of it. But you know what? I just think for this game, I think Leeds might just nick it. I am going to go for a Leeds away Ooh. win. Um, but, but I just think bielsa has got more about him than Steve Bruce has. If that makes sense, you know, I just oh, think, oh no, definitely, you're right. There he has. He definitely has got more than that because he's got more than one brain cell. Yes, <laughs> but uh, you know, it is a it is a basement battle, a six pointer already. So, yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I just can't see. I think Newcastle are going to be the whipping boys for a a, a, a lot of clubs this season. And, and Nippon, just for you, because I, I know you enjoy it, Nippon. How the devil are you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm, I'm turning this into a catchphrase, so I don't know whether that be true or not. Um, oh, is it the Zenit game? I presume that is in Chelsea, mate. Enjoy it. Good luck to you. Um, I hope Chelsea do well. Uh, I always want, always want English teams to do well in Europe, whoever they are, as long as they're not playing us. So uh, I hope you're all right and doing whatever you're supposed to be doing at the stadiums these days, which, to be honest, if you know what you're supposed to be doing, ah, who knows. Uh, Watford, Nuno Luss against uh, the surprise... Well, I've, I said they were going to be the surprise boys. I think if they can hold on to Ivan Tooney past the January transfer window, I don't think they'll be quite as good as Sheffield United, but I do think they're the ones that are going to... Out of the three that have come up, they're going to surprise everybody. You've got Nuno there, Simon. Wolves have struggled without them. They did get the first win last week. How do you see this one going? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, We're, we got sloppy seconds from Wolves. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> I've, I've been told by uh, I was speaking to a Wolves fan, and he said, you, "You, after a while, you won't be happy with Nuno." And he wasn't my choice, but I can see Wolves. Uh, Wolves are playing some great football. How they didn't beat us? How they didn't get nothing against United? They play some great football. Absolutely playing some fantastic yep. football. Um, and with Brentford, after that great win against Arsenal, um, they've had a couple of uh, up and down results. Um, but you never know with Brentford. Uh, you don't know who's going to turn up. But I just mm -hmm. fancy um, home form here. I fancy Wolves because they've got to get a result. I mean, as I said, 
against us, they deserve something. Against uh, United, they just had an, uh, someone with uh, an end product. I mean, putting a goal and the, the ball back of the net. And they will have probably got something for them two games. But I'll, I'm going to go with Wolves at home here. I mean, they do need... I mean, you know, we, we, we said this, didn't we, Brad? You know, they lost to us in the first game. Have they had somebody who, who owned a decent pair? Oh, yeah, against oh, yeah, get you, get you guys, yeah. Yeah, they could easily yeah. have got a point against us. They deserve to get something for Man United, but they didn't. Because at the end of the day, you know, as Brad said, as much as I like my stats, the main one is how many balls go in the net at the end of the day. Yeah. And, the Man United game, to me, summed them up, if you like, because, yes, they had all the possession. Yes, they they, they, they probably deserved something, but they didn't put the ball in the net. Man United did. Um, so, Brad, how, how do you see this one going? For me, this is a dangerous game for Brentford because they had that nice start. They beat, you know, they beat relegation rivals Arsenal on the opening game of the season, so that was good for them. Then they've kind of dippered, haven't they? They haven't really got a beating yet, which is probably good for them. Um, but they haven't maybe picked up points where they were expecting to at least be competing and getting a, a, a point here or there. Um, and Wolves have just clicked. I think Simon's size just started, uh, summed it up quite well with Wolves. They're like a false engine that wouldn't start. Maybe if their manager had put the ball boy up front instead of Adama Troy or A, <laughs> they might find the target in the net a bit more. But they did get a big win at the weekend and they needed it. They needed it against Watford because I, I think that was the point where we, even we discussed it last week, that Wolves were in trouble of getting sucked into a potential scrappy season for themselves. And to come up against a new promoted Watford side and come away with, with a win is probably what Wolves fans are hoping is the start of the engine running and a few points on the board. I do feel that Brentford can't afford to lose this game in a bad manner. But I do think Wolves are going to win. I think, unfortunately, this is going to be that testing period for Brentford where they're going to have to find a way to win games that, or get points from teams that originally their manager would have gone, let's face it, we're not going to get points off these teams. We can just try. And unfortunately, I, I just see Wolves have turned that engine over and they'll start to get the points on the board and ushered them away from talk of having a scrappy season. So I'm going for a home win as, 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 uh, to Wolves. James there has gone Wolves 1, Brentford 1. Um, good evening to Terry. Um, after a private reading from Mystic Meg's sister, Septic Peg, uh, he shot right up the Long Ball League, which is our private league. I think the fact that you shot up, Terry, might have had something with Brad coming the other way. <laughs> I hope you waved at yeah, him on the way past. <laughs> I'm doing an Arsenal. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to sympathise with Arsenal fans. That's why I'm really doing so bad. Not to make so I feel any worse. But I backed Tottenham to win on this. And on the long ball, I actually went 2-1 Palace. So the only points I probably got from last week <laughs> came from your game. Because I banked on it. I think. <laughs> so, you know, that's all. See, I'm always sneaking. For me, as in my predictions, I'm usually the world's worst predictor. And, you know, I I think Wolves, I know, you you, you know, you, the, the, the jury's out with Nuno at, uh, at Man City. But, uh, sorry, sorry, Nuno at Spurs. Sorry, sorry, sorry there, Simon. Just changing your, your team totally. Um, but I think he was, he was the fit, you know, some managers are just the right fit for the club, you know. 
Arteta at Arsenal is, is the prime example, you know, for, for the rest of us. Um, I love the fact that if you if you are an Arsenal if you are an Arsenal fan watching, by the way, uh, if you watched Emma Raducanu, whatever she was called, that won the uh, American uh, Open at tennis, she followed the process and look where it got her. So maybe you <laughs> Arsenal fans need to accept and follow the process. But I did say this was this, having got rid of Nuno that this could be the season when Wolves struggle. Brentford. Bit like Leicester, got not a difficult start. I mean, you could say they had Arsenal first game, but in fairness, that wasn't really a hard start for them. Uh, the way Arsenal are this season, you know, Palace they drew with Villa, and then they lost to, to Brighton. They haven't had sort of anybody really big, if you like. They haven't had a Spurs. They haven't had a Man, Man United or, or a Liverpool. Um, but for I, I, I do think. I do think Wolves are struggling. Um, I'm disagreeing with you two, I must admit. So you'll be pleased on that one, Brad. Um, (laughs) Come on, Wolves, win the game. We'll catch up then. I mean, really. (laughs) I really don't know whether to go for a draw or a Brentford win. I'm actually going to call this a draw. I I don't think Wolves are going to have a great season. I think they will struggle. Um, and Brentford, I think they're still sort of bedding in, if you like. So um, we will see how it goes. Rich Sports, get over to Rich Sports if you like Man United and just general football content. Great channel. Good evening, Rich. Thanks for joining us, mate. Um, we're just saying that, uh, that Ollie's got to win something this year. Every time I, every time I see, see Rich, either on his channel or on there, I always say, Ollie's got to win something this season. I'm, that's going to be my new catchphrase. It's Chris, Ollie's got to win something this season, Forian. So, next up, Simon. Um, <laughs> again, a basement battle. Burnley versus <laughs> Arsenal. Years For years, you would have said, well, it, it, it's a nailed-on away win, but Burnley struggling, and they played. They played well yesterday, but got nothing out of you. They got nothing out of the game last night. Yeah, I, I, I watched the game last night, uh, Chris. And when they went one up, um, I thought, Jesus Christ, uh, they can get, they can get, they can get a result here, really. And it's been a fantastic result from away at Evans. But uh, in the end, there's a great goal from uh, Andres Towers, and it what an absolute yeah. belter that was, and. After that, I think uh, Evan deserved it. After that, um, Burnley ain't been great this season, Chris, and I worry from um, why mm. um, Sean. I worry if Sean Dyche has taken as far as he can because their limit is spending. I mean, he can only do what he can do, Nick. Um, Sean, um, I, I think they'll be one of my favourites to go down this year, Burnley. Um, but they got Arsenal um, lost their first three against Norwich. Everyone was saying four or five nils and things like that. And it could have been a Norwich because uh, Norwich had a couple of chances before half time to go one well up in that game, and it sounds like Arsenal just scraped that. It just it was a very lucky win, um, but Burnley at home, uh, you don't know which Burns to turn up at home. They they are sometimes quite tough to be at home, um, and when you've got Chris Woods up top, you always got a chance because he's he is a pain for every defence in that league. Um, but to me. Uh, it's going to be a draw, this Chris. Um, I, I can see a draw. I can't see Arsenal winning this. I think they struggle against teams like this when they go away from home. Um, and I think it will continue. Um, but I can't see Burnley winning either. So I'm going for a draw. 
Okay, well, I'll, I'll I'll go go second this time because I I agree with you. I think it will be a draw because, um, Burn. I mean, I mean, everybody knows. You know, I I have a soft spot for Burnley, having lived there for twenty odd years, and it was nice to see them up here. I was surprised how bad they did last season, uh, and had Fulham. I often say this: had Fulham sort of kept their revival going instead of faltering. Who knows? It could have been a different story, but. Maybe I don't know. I mean, they play a certain way, Burnley, and that's great when you come up. But it's a bit like Bournemouth, you know, that they're punching above the weight. You know, if you're in the Premier League, you've got to spend the money. They've got new owners in, but they don't appear to be spending the money. And they've been up now long enough to spend that money. It's not like you know, like you say, first season just it's about staying up. Second season syndrome. If you're up more than two seasons, you need to start spending money. And they haven't. And they play a certain way, which is great for Burnley. It works for Burnley. But at the end of the day, are they now finally getting found out? That said, they are up against a very poor Arsenal side. Let's be honest with you. There's no other way of of, of saying it. They are a poor Arsenal side um, who are in total, total disarray. you know, the fact that, you know, Arsenal, you know, they beat Norwich. Well, you know, every, you know we beat Norwich. Everybody's probably going to beat Norwich. No disrespect <laughs> to Norwich this season. And they only managed to stick the one, one goal yeah. past yeah. them, you know. And I've actually, I've actually talked myself out of agreeing with you, Simon, and I'm going to go for a Burnley home win on this one. And I think, wow. I just think, because it's at home, Sean Dyche is a wily old fox. Had it been away... Yeah, I'd have probably gone for a draw, but I think at home it might just give Burnley that advantage, and I think they will nick a very boring and uninspiring game because they did show promise against Everton, you know, for a lot until the until the goal started to go in. Brad, there's a gap there for you for an Arsenal win. Are you going to fill it? <laughs> this is just one of them, isn't it? Again, it's the thing is Burnley concerned me. Um, for the reasons that Simon's just pointed out, sometimes I think, and we had it, didn't we, in the nineties with O'Neill in charge of us, that you felt there was only so many more seasons we was going to get with that sort of manager in charge that can do a job to a point before that manager then asked to either get the investment, which Burnley severely lack. I don't know if he's ever mentioned this before, but apparently they operate off a shoestring budget. So either he needs the investment or Burnley need to pass the torch uh, before it becomes a side in the championship and they're asking the likes of Pardew to be the manager or Tony Pulis to be the manager or, or that that bloke who or was... Or Pep's number uh, two. Yeah, or, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, back at the club, because you don't want to suddenly make that decision when it's too late and your club was already crumbled and Burnley looks shot to pieces. Burnley looks shot to pieces. They look like a team that could be 2-0 up. Kind of cast your mind back to to the game when we played Villa in the year we won the league. They were 2-0 up, Villa. And the second we got a goal, you only felt there was only one team coming away with something from it. And in the end, it ended up being Leicester 3-2. I feel like Burnley fans, no matter how much they might control this game, they might sit back and put 10 men behind the ball, maybe even find themselves 1-0 up. I think they'll always be fearing, and that fear will be in the crowd and on the pitch, that they're never secure of a result. 
And for that reason, Chris, I am going to complete the grid. And I see Arsenal wow. just doing another boring drab Norwich. Mm. Nick, I know I'm sorry, and I do feel <laughs> ill saying it, but Arsenal are going to win this one. How it's can you? How can you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because I'm, I'm losing, surprised. all right? Because I'm losing. That's how I can. <laughs> That's why I'm doing it. What you got to remember, Simon, is this is the guy who predicted North Macedonia to win the Euros, and he will never no, be allowed I to. North Macedonia to win. That. I never said it was the Euros. That's how it's taken that context. <laughs> <laughs> your vision song contest i know nippon has gone um one nil to arsenal surprise, um, surprise. one nil to burnley sorry check out nippon's channel um a um good content on that one um david here says the appears in the game yesterday were really on the front foot it's almost as everton turned on the gas and burnley forgot how to fight one one draw um Terry says Burnley will bounce back after last night. Burnley for me. Miss Molina, you old bugger. You're a year older now. How the devil are you? I hope you haven't got a, a hangover or anything like that. And if you do like football content, and I tell you what, if you are into uh, um, fantasy football, do check out Molina's channel, Miss Molina. She has, she's an Arsenal fan, bless her. Um, <laughs> I mean, Brad just taking the, the piss out of Arsenal. Uh, she's an Arsenal <laughs> fan, but but you know what? She does a lot of fantasy football and she's a great Arsenal fan. She's been a great friend to this channel. Go over to her, uh, over to her channel. I say, especially if you're into fantasy football, there's a lot. And Melina, you are an angel, you are an angel in disguise. Thank you so much for that donation, it is much appreciated. You are very, very kind. Thank you. Uh, and she does like roundabouts, but then you know we've all we've all got our fetish, haven't we? You know, and and that's Melina. Oh, you're still playing the video I sent you, Melina. That sounded wrong, didn't it? Yeah. As soon it, as it, I said that, you just got monetized, sounded... mate. Don't start saying <laughs> these sort of things. YouTube will have you up. <laughs> that that sounded bad. <laughs> but thanks, Melina. Melina knows it, it was just a, yeah. a joke birthday video. <laughs> Welcome along, Melina. Right, going on to um Liverpool Palace. Now, yeah, Palace finally got the win, <laughs> dare I say. Sorry, Simon, uh, against all the odds. Liverpool, um what are you gonna go for on this one? Simon, sorry. Oh, is it me? Hey. Yeah. Wow, so it's a, it's, a, it's it, this is going to be an interesting one, Chris. It really is. Um, I I did expect Liverpool to win. I did I did back Leeds at home to get something against um, Liverpool. I did back them to win, um, but I was wrong there. Absolutely wrong. They got battered. Yeah, um, so was I. <laughs> and I did back us uh, to beat Palace. It was only one nil. But when I saw, as I said to you guys, when I saw the lineup, uh, I knew. Straight from there, it is a doom. This one, and Palace. I'm telling you, now, they do play some good football. They've got that Gallagher, mate. He's and he's gonna be a sensational player in midfield there. Um, and they've always got that attack in it. They've got Ben. Um, they've got Benteke, Sarton, and Glass. Um, Saha got Edward now. I mean, so they are. They are coming. Uh, they are coming along, and um, I believe uh, Vieira will get it going down there. But you can't look away from Liverpool uh, for this. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Palace. I've had one or two good results um, against Liverpool in uh, in the past. Um, but the way Liverpool are playing at the minute, without Firmino as well, he's out for a couple of months, and they're still 
they still uh, got some great players in there and I think they'll win this. Um, but close one. It'll be a close one, Chris. I don't think there'll be I don't think it'll be a three or four. I really I'd probably say about a two I'll say about two one. To be honest with you, can I go back and change my Burnley Liverpool prediction now that uh, Molina's donated to the channel? <laughs> not, not that I'm easily bought at all. You understand, but uh, <laughs> you'll get donations fly like your left, right, and centre at this rate, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so you've gone for a Liverpool home win, Brad. Yeah. Are you going to to make that too? I hate Liverpool. After all the mouth their fans gave about, oh, it's Virgil injury. That's how I've had a poor season. I really wanted to go, no, shove it up your backside. It's because you're a club that hasn't invested in in your squad depth. You're letting players go and you're just a, a stale team. And they keep winning. They just keep winning <laughs> and it's doing me in. So I really want pa- I never thought I'd say this about Patrick Vieira, but I really hope he can mastermind and win against Liverpool, but I just can't see it. So. Go on, Liverpool. Give it some smog and get yourself another three <laughs> points on the board. I just say, Brad Perkis is the Paul Merson of Leicester till I die <laughs> prediction. Yeah, without the alcohol abuse, just just so everybody's aware, I've just got the crazy air and the ranting. <laughs> Remember that this is how you felt against you know Tottenham, and you still went for a Tottenham win. Be careful. So, what are you going to go for, brother? I'm guessing you might be erring towards a, a, a Palace or a draw. My heart says Crystal Palace, but to win this division, you've got to take make the big choices and the obvious choices sometimes. So I'm going to go for Liverpool to win. Oh, so yeah, Liverpool, right. mate, Liverpool. <laughs> right. I know, I know. After all, after all that, after all that, you know. We, I know uh... because you just know if I go against them, they'll 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 smash Crystal Palace. 3-0. So hopefully if I get this one wrong and Crystal Palace win 1-0, I can cheer not getting a prediction right. James has gone uh, 3-1 Palace. Um, oh, apparently it's all over. Man United have lost. Yeah, lost. Man United lost, yeah. Who were they playing? Young um, um, young boys. Young boys, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, I've got, I, I'm sorry, but I'd love to hear the excuses. I'm sorry to young boys. 90, 90, 90, 95th, 95th minute winner. What, were they There's at no home? They're away. No they're away. They're away. They're away. But and then a player sent off to United as, as well. So that's its excuse. Yeah. Oh. Playing young boys, they probably played like the young girls, didn't they? You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Lingard back pass mistake. Oh, that's on the day that we've been linked with him and apparently we want him again. Look, mistakes happen, but it's it's yes. fun to see the big boys struggle. I'm I'm always like this. I love to see the Brentfords come up, do well, and and no disrespect, but the Arsenal's, the Tottenham's, the Chelsea's and all those struggle. So sorry, Man United. Um yeah. I am going to go for here. Um I can't, I can't see past the Liverpool win, and I know they beat they beat you the other day, um, Simon. But I just don't think Palace. I just think it was just a, a one one off game. So I'm going to stick with Liverpool, uh, and I think they, they they will do the job. Moving on to Manchester City, Simon. Manchester City, Southampton. Only one result, isn't it? Well, we say this. I mean, we say this. Um, yeah, Southampton. Uh, 
without uh, the lost Danny Ings um, and Vestergaard, and that's massive for Southampton. And they haven't been the same have they this season. Um, they've struggled. Mm. But they've got Armstrong up top. And uh, as I said, what a bad buy. But I'm telling you, this, this, this guy's looking all right, actually. He's looking all right. It looks like so he may be he's the guy who's going to get some goals for Southampton. Um, but the weekend against West Ham, West Ham went down 10 minutes. Still going to get a result um, over the line at home as well. Um and City um, against you against you guys. Um, I saw the highlights, and you guys went one new up, didn't you? And it was a goal disallowed, didn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, 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 I saw that, and I thought when City, because I had City to win. I I did predict City to win two one this game. I don't know. I, when when you say like City, City, I'm sorry. When you say City, which City are we talking about? Oh, because... sorry, Leicester. Sorry, I said Leicester. <laughs> I had Leicester to win this no, one. No, and I only said that because <laughs> Manchester City fans think they're the only City. In the football pyramid, you know, you say City, you think I had a coupon, no, I, I had my coupon, yeah. and I, I thought, you know what, just to bump up the odds, let's go for Leicester here. And when it went one new up, I went, oh, I was robbing my house, come on, and went this allowed it genius. But, um, I said, I only saw the highlights, guys, you, you probably saw more of the game. Um, but City just got the they got the jammy win in the end, don't I mean, they dig out the yes. result, but I can't see nothing past this um, one against Southampton. This one could be yeah. three or four, Chris. Brad, Southampton, well, James has gone for five and he said it could end up with a 9-0 and it's a hat-trick. That has <laughs> been the most exciting draw. When all the, when 19 teams turned up to see who was going to take the turn to beat them 9-0 this season. Um, but, uh, you know, Brad, Southampton, I mean, you know, they finally got some points, but it's three draws. You know, they lost to Everton 3-1 and I think a lot of teams will lose to Everton. They did hold United to a draw, Man United, uh, they could only draw with Newcastle, and they drew, but they did draw with West Ham. Which way are you going to the fence? Are you going to jump on this one? You know what? Yeah, all right. Man City battered Norwich. I think uh, a fish could batter Norwich at the moment, to be honest with you. <laughs> really? um, I know, it's not no just you, Joe. Oh, no. God, no talk today, no. There's uh, a time and a place for jokes like that, and this isn't the place. All right, I'll, I'll remember <laughs> that for next time. Um, I feel a bit of a deal now. <laughs> they um, they um, wiped up the floor with Arsenal, um, and then they played, you know, starting game of the season. The two tough teams they played, they got outclassed and outperformed by Tottenham. Credit to you. I mean, admittedly, your women's side also beat the Man City women, <laughs> so... That does that, you know, they're not having a good time against you in, in, in a lot. Um, you're kind mm. of their bogey team. I think the results will yeah. reflect that. You've beat them in crucial things. And despite their attempts and despite winning the game, they were a bit edgy against us. They did look at some point until that goal. I, I'll be honest, I, I had to listen to it because my stream and everything messed up. Um, but from what I've seen of it on highlights and everything, they seem to run out of ideas. It seems to be we've got no choice but to repent, uh, rinse and repeat this. Yeah, and hope repeat. We get the goal. Southampton have got three draws. So guess what? Four draws. Put me in the middle, mate. I don't actually rate Man City's start of the season because, yes, they've got three wins. Um, but when they've played the bigger boys, they've struggled. 
And I think Southampton have got a lot of bear, something to show and a bit of grit to find because they've lost the Bertrands, because they've lost the Vestergaards, because they've lost the Danny Ings. They've actually managed to get draws against opponents that they probably struggled against last season. I think they've actually got a shout on. So I'm actually going to go for them to nick a draw here. I think they'll be stubborn resistance. You know, football has a way of balancing it out. And I think maybe Man City will knock on the barn door again, but this time they won't get away with a 1-0 win. So, yeah, put me down for a draw, mate. The Liberal Democrat of the uh, of the show here. Um, <laughs> I, I, again, I agree with a lot of what you say there, Brad. Um, I just there's a lot of pressure on Man City this season. Um, I don't think they're going to just walk away with it. They spent a billion pounds on one player. It's ridiculous. It's more than you know. Probably seventeen of the other clubs all put together. Um, they haven't got a striker. That's what's worrying me. And but I am I have got to stick with Manchester City. I'm afraid. Um, I'd have already put it there because I got my G and my C mixed up. So I've got to, I've gone with Manchester City the same as you there, Simon. So yeah. um, I can't see it being any more than that. Now, Simon, before we go on to the next one, you've you've been saved because normally at this point we do have a a, a daily Arsenal. Which is when we, we we like to take the piss out of Arsenal. Um, we were I was going to actually change it after your stunning defeat at the weekend to the Daily Tottenham, but as Man United have you know managed to lose even with the great Ronaldo in the team, it has to be I think today uh, a Daily Man United. So here we go. <laughs> 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 that, that, that girl's honestly it's better therapy than 24 weeks counseling that i'll tell you you just <laughs> got to uh i hope she made it back from uh, from northern ireland and didn't uh, didn't uh, go the way of the titanic and she had a good weekend but let's um let's move on norwich city watford oh I don't think this is. I can. You can understand sometimes why Sky don't cover some of these games, don't you, Simon? Can you see anything other than a boring draw here? No, I can. Um, as I said, I can't. Um, I can see Norwich doing this. I really can. Um, uh, Watford's. Um, I mean, at, at home to Wolves, they struggled, and uh, Wolves come away with a result. And uh, Norwich. Oh. It looks like they are going to be the whipping boys this year. Um, but at home against Watford, two, uh, two newly uh, promoted sides, um, I think Norwich did get the better result in the Championship last year over Watford. And I think it's going to happen again. Um, I'm going to back Norwich to get um, a home win here, Chris. Um, I'm back in Norwich um, with this one. Okay. Um... Good evening, David. How are you? James has gone for a draw as well. 1-1. One, one. Uh, Norwich are due a result. I mean, yet yeah, four losses. Uh, Simon, I mean, you beat Watford 1-0. Uh, what, 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 was, what were they like? Were they any good at all? Or No, we, we, they, they weren't great against us. They had a couple of chances, but we, we did have, we'd have most possession, most of the shots on goal, but we weren't clinical in front of goal, Chris. Right. Apart from a lucky free, uh, 
a lucky free kick from Son. And yeah. so it wasn't a great game to watch, Chris. We did have most of the chances, but Watford they didn't really they didn't really cause us any problems. Um, no. So that's why I'm I'm, I'm going to go with Norwich here. Right, right. Brad, yourself, how do you see this one going? I see this being last on match of the day with two <laughs> less goals than what James has just predicted. Um, uh, you know, you know when you normally find yourself looking at a game going, this is the side who finishes 19th or 20th and you yeah. never get an outcome from it. Well, guess what? This is it. We're still not getting an answer to which one of them is going to be worse than the other because it's going to be a draw. I see you already put that in there. I was going to. I was yeah, I get the way you were going. The way you were going with that. Second, just to throw you off a go. But then again, what for the gun in the kit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely got a draw in there. Well, that was at the back of my head. Um, I'm surprised Watford have still got the same manager. I mean, it's going to be five games in and they've got the same manager. That must be a record or something for Watford. Uh, they do go through managers more than I go through underwear. Um, it, it's happened. It has finally happened that I'm going to have to agree with you, Brad. Totally 100%. There's no ifs, no buts. I think it's going to be a boring nil-nil, which will probably mean it's going to be 5 nil to somebody. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I can't... Have... Like you say, last on match of the day, um, put in as an afterthought um, in between uh, Gary Lineker and Jamie Carragher having their Twitter spat. Um, mm. Next up uh, on Sky Sports, Saturday night show, Villa against, for me, a resurgent Everton under Minitis. I'm gonna, I'll start with this one because I think Everton played really well. Uh, Damari Gray is on fire and... I don't know how long that will last for. A lot of play, you know, a lot of Leicester fans are going, eh, see, you know, if you stuck with Damari Gray, blah, blah. We stuck with him for four years. It didn't work. I wish the guy well because I liked him. I wanted it to work. But you know what? Sometimes players work and click with a manager. And if he clicks with, with Benitez, and I think Benitez was an absolutely spot-on choice for um, the the Everton job. I think they've finally gone out and got a, a manager. As good as Ancelotti was, um, obviously, you know, he, he's gone off to, to Real Madrid. Um, and people wonder why we never got him in at Leicester, because I don't think he'd have stayed with us had he ever signed for us. Uh, and I just think he's going to... I think Everton are going to be possibly the Leicester this season and end up the season fifth or sixth. I think he's, he's going to get that team playing well. He's got Andros Townsend we saw last night uh, uh, getting a tune out of him as well. Um, but, you know, don't get overexcited here about uh, Damari Gray. You know, it, it doesn't last. And if he goes a couple of games without scoring, we may see his head drop. But I think he will do well for Everton with Rafa Benitez. And I think Everton are going to be the Leicester of this season and say finish fifth or sixth. And I'm going to go for Everton away win. Simon, agree, disagree? Well, um, I really wanted uh, Rafa at Tottenham. I, I've, I've always yeah. been a big, big fan of Rafa. Absolutely fantastic manager. But there's certain fans of Spurs who didn't really want Rafa. I mean, he's, they reckon he's over the hill. He's too old for the Premier League. But I'll tell you now, he's got Everton absolutely going again. Um, and Damari Gray, seriously, for 1.75 million. I know you guys had him for... You, you said Chris four is it four years four, something like that Chris season, I think yeah yeah I don't know if he played regular at City 
Uh, but I think if he can get down, knuckle down and play regular at Everton, I think he will be an absolute, he'll probably be one of the best buyers of the season if he's if he keeps his form. Because he is a good player, Chris. Um, I do I, I do like DeMarie Gray. Totally. Um, and, and he, you know, we will love him forever. I mean, he scored the goal against Cardiff in the match after the uh, after our, our chairman passed away. Uh, and he'll always be remembered for that. He wasn't, I don't think, given given a fair chance. Uh, you know, we have a problem on right. that right wing, and I think he could have filled that. But like I say, you know, sometimes a player just does not settle at a club. Yeah, that is true, Chris. That is true. Look at, look at Ozil and, or Ozil, whatever you want to pronounce it, yeah, and Arsenal, uh, yeah, you know. Absolutely. Even the most expensive ones struggle. And you go to another club, and I say it might be that Benitez knows how to get the best out of him, you know. And you can't say that Brendan didn't because, you know, you had Ranieri. You know, there's three or four managers there, that none of whom liked him enough to give him a starting starting berth. But, uh, yeah, I, I, and I forgot James was in. Well done, James. <laughs> you've, you've heard us praising Everton there. But, yeah, I think, I think Benitez and Everton are good. So do you see this as an Everton win? Uh, Aston Villa, they, they're just a funny team in Aston Villa. You don't know which Aston Villa is going to turn up, do we? Yeah, um, they've yeah. always got Danny Ings up front. Um, that's another one. You don't know which which Danny Ings is going to turn up. I mean, yeah, uh, another player that is not very uh, consistent um, mm -hmm. over the years. He done well at Southampton last season, um, and I didn't really. Spurs fans said, "Well, oh, let's have Danny Ings at the club." No, no, not for me. Um, I think he's more levelled with 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 Villa. Um, to me, Chris, it's gonna be it's gonna be draw. It's even another tight game. I can see a draw, with Chris. A draw, right? Okay. Uh, Brad, you look at Villa's season so far. Lost to Watford on the opening day, uh, which was I think was a surprise. Beat Newcastle, but then you know. We're saying anybody should beat Newcastle this season, <laughs> really. Uh, only, well, drew with Brentford, uh, so they, you know, and, and lost to Chelsea. So pff, it's a bit of everything in there, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, a very mixed bag uh, starts the season for Villa. Obviously, they made a lot of signings after a, a big notable leave and a plug was pulled out of their midfield. No matter what you say about the value of the man, it's you know, and whatever you think of his Tom Daly diving antics, Jack Grealish is always a big miss wherever he's... Yeah, he's absolutely. You know, he goes. Yeah. There's no denying that. Um, and they've done well. They've done well. The quality of players they've brought in, I had had an eye on uh, Leon Bailey for a while. I was suggesting that Leicester should have brought him in, not just this year, but a few years as time's gone by. He's, he's someone I've always noticed throughout my Dellings on football manager games and that because we're all managers, obviously at heart, we're all managers. I think we know <laughs> these quality players from other leagues. Um, but again, at the moment, they're just sort of taking a lot longer than you probably would have hoped as a Villa fan for them to settle. They probably wanted them to hit the ground running. Uh, probably felt they should have beat Brentford um, before the game kicked off. They probably felt that they could have done something against Chelsea. Um, and I think that if you're going on, on, and this is how we're going to judge it, on current form, I'm going to copy your homework, Chris, and go for an Everton win. I just don't see... I think this will be a, a very juicy contest. It'll be well worth the money for Sky and the people they draw into it to watch it. Um, and I'm going to go for an away Villa win. I just think they're 
Uh, uh, away Villa win, win, sorry. I know, right? I tried to get the points across the board there, didn't I? By everything <laughs> in the win section. And away uh, Villa away... win that ends up as a draw. You can score yeah, all but, yeah. <laughs> but which, get, which gets abandoned after the 67th minute. Um, I meant <laughs> Everton. Uh, Everton will win this because I just think they're on form. They're, they're really riding the coattails at the moment. And right. as it's been mentioned, certain players, especially Damari Gray, are thriving under Benitez and the way he does football. So, yeah, Everton for this one for me, mate. Now that you've agreed with me, I think I'll go back and change my mind. (laughs) 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 Uh, On to the Sunday. And not on telly, but because we're in Europe, we're on Sunday, which is quite right. We should have that extra day's rest and something that the FA has finally decided on and got right. Uh, Simon, be careful here. You are a guest, so be careful which way <laughs> you go with this. But no, Brighton and Hove Albion, Leicester City. Which way are you going to go on this one? I'll tell you what, Chris. Uh, I think it's going to be a really good game. I really um, two Two teams like playing good football. Um, I do like to look at Leicester this season, um, especially Dakar up front, I think. Once he gets his eye, I think he'll be a really good buyer for you. Um, and with Brighton, the way they um, Potter's got him going as well, um, I think he's continued from last season. And um, so, this is going to be a tough game to um, predict. Um, but I'm going to go two-one um, <laughs> Leicester. Wow, good man. I like the cut of your jib, sir. Okay, so <laughs> you know Brad, I had to bring you back in then because you were laid on your back doing your exercises. Because <laughs> I yeah. put Simon yeah. in solo view. I'll, I'll catch you out. I'll catch you out. Um, Brighton is a bit of a bogey ground for us, isn't it? But I, I, I think Brighton are punching above the weight list. I, I, I had got them down for finishing just outside the bottom three. Um, and I, I think I think they are punching above the weight. Would, would you agree? Are you going to go for a Leicester away or are Brighton going to do us again? Um, yeah, Brighton can be a bit of a bogey team. Um, they're kind of probably noticed as the underdogs that are down at the bottom that are comfortably to a point staving off relegations more times than not. But they're not quite getting ready to break into the top 10. I think Brighton fans will feel if they get a result from this game that they might start up, you know, upping their optimism and thinking about a top half finish, maybe even a, a bit of a run. And who knows, they might get into the conference league that Spurs are, are in. Um, but this is a game that if Leicester come out of Thursday with a positive result, I can't see that happening um, and not just because it's my club um, the Napoli result for me could change my opinion um, which I will which is why I'm waiting to make my predictions on a long ball until after European football is played um, I originally had this down as a, as a draw I think this would be a great contested uh, contested game um, but on a Leicester till I die TV, can I really go against my club to get anything other than a win? No, I think we have to get a win in this game. More of a case of if we're to prove that we're one of them teams that's going to be competing in the, for the top six again this season, 
these are the results we need to eradicate. We can't have our 2-1 defeats to Fulham, given our 50-50 split at the start of the first four games. So even though I think Brighton will feel and are capable, especially at home of getting a result, I am going to go for an away win to Leicester. Right. Well, I was hoping you were going to go for a draw then, then I could uh, have gone a different way. David, James went for a 2-1 to Leicester. Good man, James. Uh, David, if we struggle to win versus Brighton, no disrespect to them, we were in trouble this season. We should win two, if not 3-0. Brighton don't have enough up front for me versus our defence, if all are fit. This is Leicester, David. You know, we don't know who's going to be in our defence until um, until sort of five to three. But as I said, you know, when uh, when they were asked about what you're going to do about defence, they said the man with the hammers coming in the morning to mend it. Um, <laughs> that was bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> even by my standards, that was bad. Even Simon Simon's not even responding to that joke. So that's how that's how bad it was. But I tell you what, we're Leicester. You do make a good point there, David. Um, it's 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 a fantastic start. Apart from apart from Manchester City, we've probably got one of the easiest starts to a season we've had. Uh, but we struggled against Wolves. Aston, um, sorry, West Ham still hurts because we they'd done <laughs> us twice last season. We should have been ready for that. We should have known what they were capable of, but they beat us. Um, Norwich, then we've got Man City, but we've got like you know, we've got Brighton, we've got Palace, we've got Burnley, we've got some winnable games there. And like, like David said, if we're not winning these games, it might not be our season. But I can't, this is a must win game for us, like you say, to get us back on track. And although Brighton is a bit of a bogey ground, and I wouldn't be surprised to see the draw, I think. Whatever the result, I think I think if we lose against Napoli, Brad, I think changes will be made and we'll come out all guns firing. And if we win, we'll we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll obviously boost us up. Um, so I'm going to go. I'm going to complete the set there. And two teams that have had a good start to the season up until tonight: Manchester United, two Uniteds, West Ham hosting Manchester, and we, again. Proving that I know absolutely nothing about football at all, Simon. I said West Ham punched above the weight last season and we'll be back down struggling and fighting relegation as they always do this <laughs> season. <laughs> Don't know why I'm doing this show because I'm absolutely crap at predictions. But, you know, I mean, they, 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 beat, um, they beat Newcastle. Uh, again, as we've said, you know, not a, you know an easy thing to do. They beat us. Uh, they drew with Palace and they drew with Southampton. So they're unbeaten this season, sat there in eighth uh, on eight points. Man United sat at the top of the league, again unbeaten as well with 10 points. It's going to be a tight game, isn't it? It is, Chris. It is. But what I'm, um, Antonio's out, he's suspended. Is so I think, that's going to be the massive, I think that's going to be the massive one for West Ham. He's one that's been banging the goals from this season. Um, they have got other options, but I just think the way May United's playing, okay, tonight they've lost, but the way Ronaldo's um, continues, he's scoring for them, I, I expect him to continue against West Ham, and I only see one, I only see one winner in, and, and it's um, May United. May United. Um, an, easy, an easy decision for you there, Simon. Brad, is it easy for you? No, it's not, actually. I take on board the fact that Antonio is obviously clearly missing. 
uh, for West Ham, which does dent them going forward. But West Ham, uh, you know, West Ham have shown that A, they're not going to go back to their, their norm mentor of being struggling down at the bottom. They clearly have built something by, you know, you know, it's funny how, you know, bringing back a manager that, I don't know, kept them up and did really well and then they still decided yeah. to sack them um, has worked for them. Uh, yeah, it's worked, it's worked well for them. They didn't get Justin Lingard, which was a bit of a shock, in my opinion. I, I, you know, you know, you know, when we had Tillemans on loan from Monaco, we almost instantaneously, as Leicester fans, were praying that that was going to be the first thing we heard come the transfer window, that we're going to get him in, we're going to bring him in. Um, I know that if rumours were to be believed at that point that Tottenham were interested, but obviously he built a connection with Leicester, so it was easy for him. I thought Lingard would follow suit. He hasn't, for whatever reason. Um, but I think you've seen with results that they've managed to get and performances that even with the quality of their players and the quality of the squad they've, they've brought in and already had, that it's not always, you know, it's not always sunshine and, and you know, and gravy on your Sunday lunch for Manchester United. They, they still seem to have something about them that shows that they're just quite not where you're expecting that team on paper to be performing week in, week out. And I'm actually going to go for a draw. I think West Ham can cause a lot more issues than people will give them credit for without Antonio there. And I think this will end in a very good, very fiery contest, but it will be point shared. Unless it's down the middle for me, mate. Right. When Leicester won the league, they brought a book out, The Sayings of Claudio Ranieri. I'm going to do exactly the same at the end of this season, the sayings of Brad Jesus Perkis, because gravy on it's like gravy on your Sunday lunch. I just I love I love the comparisons that you quote on these shows, mate. I really do. But look, for me, um I when we played West Ham, I did end up on three or four different uh, West Ham channels, and they were on mine, and they all said they feared what would happen if they didn't have Antonio fit. Now, I'm guessing, is he suspended, Simon, or is he, is he not suspended, fit? Suspended, yeah. He's suspended. He's suspended. So, they were worried, you know, if they didn't keep Antonio fit, they, were, they thought they were going to struggle. Obviously, suspended, you know, has the same effect. Uh, and I just think this season, Man United, yeah, I know, you know, Lukaku was, you know, 90, nearly a billion and... and Grealish was a billion, but I just think that Man United have had a fantastic transfer window. And I know I joke a lot about Ronaldo being on the news all the time, blah, blah, blah. But it is uh, an amazing signing, just as the boost of him coming back. And, you know, if he gets goals, that's almost like a bonus. And like I say, often I have said, and and, and, uh, Rich will tell you from, from the Man United fan, I say all the time that if Man United don't win something this season, that Ollie is going to be sort of maybe looking for a new job. And I think they will win something this season. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't think it will be the Champions League, but it could be one of the Cups. Uh, it, they might even sort of sneak the, the division. But on this one, I am going to go with you, Simon, and I am going for... A, a, a Manchester United away win. Um, simply, again, I think the Antonio thing is, is is the decider for me. And James has gone, again, he's agreed 2-1 Man United away win. Um, it's the big game of the weekend. 
and we'll be looking at uh, some small London club hosting a rather bigger um, Champions League winning uh, London club straight after this. On Leicester Till I Die TV. Please press those buttons on YouTube for more Leicester City content. Just to say, it is the Europa League this week, whichever form you're in. And it's Napoli for us at home on Thursday night. So tomorrow night, join me at 7 o'clock with Craig and Emilio, who is a Napoli fan uh, for the preview show. So we've actually got a Napoli fan on who's coming to us all the way from Fulham. (laughs) 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 but he is a napoli fan so he knows he knows more about napoli than me and craig put together so emilio is a great again a great friend of the club of the show um he's he's done a lot of fulham stuff with us and of course we he gave us the lowdown on luckman uh earlier in the season and then obviously thursday night post-match it is the post-match show uh, at uh, at some time around about midnight, probably. But uh, and and Simon, who have you got this week in the in the oh, in, in the uh, c- 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 conference league? <laughs> we got that. Is it Rennes in France? Yeah, away. Rennes is who you've got. So it's going to be an easy victory for them, then. Yeah, I I want to be a pastor, Brad. We've got to be very careful because we haven't got the easiest groups this time. And no, if we finish no. third, we actually drop into the into the conference league. So <laughs> we may yet be meeting Tottenham. Who knows? But I'm going to come to you last on this one, Simon, for obvious yep. reasons. Um, uh, Super Sunday. It is a big, obviously, a big London derby. Tottenham have been top this season, which is more than Chelsea have been so far. Chelsea sat there in second, unbeaten. Uh, Chelsea beat Palace 3-0. They beat Arsenal 2-0. They drew with Liverpool and they beat Villa. So they've they've had some tough games already, uh, Chelsea. They've had a really tough start. And they are sat there in second. second. Tottenham, I'm just having to scroll down the table here, Simon. Sorry, but you, I, <laughs> I, did, I did find you at the top up until this weekend. But, of course, great win to start the season off. Fantastic win beating Man City. Um, you managed to beat Wolves. Uh, you beat Watford. But you were scraping wins there, 2-1 nils. And, unfortunately, you came up against uh, the amazing Scottish footballer, Eduardo, at <laughs> the weekend. Brad, which way do you see this going? I know you've got a love of Tottenham here, but um, <laughs> we, we, try, try try and be neutral here and see which way do you go with this one. The problem is, is when it's not going right for Spurs, every team they come up against on that week um, seems to make them look bang average. And that's no disrespect to Spurs. I know they had injuries before the game. They lost Dyer early. Uh, and then obviously the red card. It seems like that when Tottenham have a little bit of an issue, whether it's players, whether it's arguments in the staff, you know, whether it's the fans turning on Mourinho as it was last season, etc. It seems to have the domino effect 
Chelsea look like something else. They look impressive. They got a draw despite being down to 10 men against Liverpool. They've had impressive results. They haven't had a hiccup of a result or a result which you felt was a bit un- unjust. They, they, they weren't being unbeaten. They have looked very good since Tuchel's come in. He has clearly learned that Timo Werner doesn't know what a goal looks like, let alone how to put the ball in one. So he got Lukaku in to solve that issue. And I'm sorry, Simon, you've been a wonderful guest, but I cannot look past the Chelsea win. I think they're too impressive. And for years, we've been looking at a team to consistently challenge Man City's money spending sprees. Unfortunately, whether we like it or not, it seems it's going to have to be another big spender that's doing it. But Chelsea, for me, are the favourites to win the league. And a lot of people's dark horses last season didn't quite do it. They're my favourites this season, so I'm just sticking to my guns and Chelsea are going to win this one. Well, um, where do I go? I'm with that, I'll leave. See you later, Simon. I'll have you up. Do you know what? I, I wasn't sure about Tuchel when he came in, but when, when we beat them in the in the cup final, I got a lot of respect for him in the way that you know he made the players stay on the pitch. He made them sort of applaud, you know, whilst we were. Um, collecting the trophy, so I, I you know, I, I, I gave him credit for that. Uh, he won the Champions League, and I, I honestly think he, you, you know, any manager that comes in has not got a long lifespan at Chelsea, uh, even if they win things, you know. Um, but he has done the Champions League, which is the one that Abramovich always wants, of course. They, they are an organised club, you know. They when they sack a manager. And, I, and I, I am having a bit of a dig here at Tottenham, I'm sorry, but when they do sack a manager, there's somebody in there almost sort of, you know, certainly within the yeah, month, you know. Absolutely. And, yeah, you know, Werner couldn't score, you know, last uh, all last season. Lukaku's come in. He looks to be a great buy. Yes, you know, they spent the money. I think had two cool, because it wasn't Mourinho last season, I think it was Lampard last season, Brad, but I think had... You know, Lampard did great when he didn't have the money and nothing was really expected of him. But had Tuchel had the whole season, I think they would have run, run Man City a lot closer. And yeah, I agree yeah, with that. I agree that. Yeah, I do agree. And and also, I, I've got them down as... My, they were my first choice to, to win the league this season. Uh, and I see no reason to back against them. That said, this is a London derby. And you can't rule anything out with the London derby. Um, but that said, that said, Simon, you you kind of swayed me on this when you were saying before before we came live about you know as noon you know is the honeymoon period over for Nuno? You know we know he's not the manager that that, that you really wanted as a, as a club. He was sort of eighth or ninth choice. Um, You've kept hold of Harry Kane. That might be your saving grace this season. But does he want to be there? Um, Are you shaking your head on that one? We'll come to you on that moment. But again, I'm sorry, but I've got to see it as, as a Chelsea win at the moment. Yeah. Now... You know, you, you've just taken the battering. <laughs> Let's give you a chance to. Uh, it's your game. Here we go. The the screen is yours, young man. Well, Chris, Tottenham, uh, Chelsea literally is a team that are 
Tottenham. I always want Tottenham to be. Seriously, yeah. with a guy with Rome with Roman Abramovich in charge, you know what I mean? He don't miss about. He gets the best. He gets the best managers in. He gets the best players in. You ask any Chelsea fan, they don't care where this money comes from. Yeah, they win big trophies. You know what I mean? This is where Spurs always mess up on. You know what I mean? Where we go with this, it, the cheapest option all the time. And we, that's why we never will be classed as a big, big team, Chris. Um, going back into the season with the form with Tottenham, we were good against City. We were, were terrible against Wolves. We literally, we, I don't know how the hell we, we won that game. Um, as I said, if they were clinical in front of goal, they could have got a draw or even a win. Um, Watford, yeah, again, we weren't great. We did a more, a bit more possession, a bit more shots on goal, but we we wasn't we wasn't clinical on a day. Um, then against Palace, um, we did up to sixty minutes. We had we had um, trying to keep possession and things like that, but we didn't really. Um, what well, we had two shots on goal, something like that. It was absolutely terrible. And go on, Harry Kane there, Chris. Um, his body language tells me he doesn't want to be at Tottenham. Seriously, mm. it just tells me he wants he wanted that move. Um, and to me, if you t- if you ask me now again, if the guy doesn't want to be at the club, I'll sell him. Seriously, it doesn't matter how good this guy is. He's no good to Tottenham if he doesn't want to be there. Um, mm. To me, I would have got a striker and he wants to play for Tottenham. Um, but Harry Kane's Harry Kane. I mean... He's up there um, with being a great, great striker. And if he puts his head to it, Chris, I'm um, hopefully he does till the end of the season, until we get off, because I think he'll be off in the summer. Um, I hope he can score goals for us. But to me, Chris, we're coming up against an absolute fantastic Chelsea side, which um, Thomas Tuchel wasn't, I don't think he's keen on Timo Werner. Um, and he's gone straight to um, Roman. I want Lukaku. And why he's gone. First, the first bid rejected, ninety-seven million. <laughs> that doesn't scare off Roman. He gets these man, and that's how Chelsea and that's how Chelsea rock on. Seriously, they get their they get the best players, the best managers, and this is why Chelsea are up there winning big trophies. So I mean, and this word Tottenham will never, never win big trophies or act like a big club while this Enoch and Daniel Levy's at the club, mate. Um, so I can see it's only one win. Um, Chelsea's going to win it uh, I can't see us seriously I really can't even if Son does come back mate seriously I can't see no star to play at the minute under Nuno I really it's just hit and hope at the minute it really is and um, to me we missed out um, on very like we missed out another centre back another create, um, someone who um, creative we haven't really replaced Christian Eriksen we haven't replaced Bowles goals we needed a backup striker to me, we failed. Um, and you, Nuno's not my number one. So, for another season, do you think? He apparently he only wanted one season at Tottenham, yeah. and it's it's sad because I'd love to see Bow back for one more season in front of a full stadium at Spurs. It'd been fantastic, and I think he he, he will have bagged the skulls. I mean, but. That's Tottenham, Chris, and I just, I just, I just worry for us this season. People say it's only four games and all that. I know it's only four games, but look the way we've been playing. It's not, it's not been pretty. Um, mm. I can't see nothing in front of Lukaku's on form. He's going to give us some solid time at the weekend, and I can see only one win, Chris, and I can see Chelsea winning this. 
we we feel your pain, don't we, Brad? I mean, we had that with Mares, with like Kane that didn't want to be with us, and he went on strike and had mental issues. And I'm not going to say, you know, he, if he felt that, he felt that. Um, but he didn't want to be at the club, and and um, so we know what that was like. And I, I do it. I just think, like you say, it, we, we, we spoke before we started the stream here about going out and buying the right players. And, you know, we're lucky. You know, we got we got a board in that backs the manager. We've got a manager that, 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 that loves being here. But, you know, we can sympathise because, yeah, we've got six points from two wins. But those two wins, we didn't play brilliantly. The best, the best performance of the season was against Man City. But uh, a full house, Brad, for the, for the Chelsea win. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. That's it's it's one of them where you kind of sympathise and you can see the argument from both from both going back over to what Simon was saying about Spurs. You know, yes, they've had a good start, but sometimes you know you can say the old expression "looks can be deceiving." Well, Simon's given the the, the great impression that, that even though they've got the points, they haven't played at the highest quality. That, that that would have you sitting here as a Spurs fan or whoever you support watching these results might think, what's he talking about? Well, obviously, when you watch a team week in, week out, you know, you're not just seeing the results, you're seeing the performances. And and, and, that, and that's something that maybe Tottenham fans that see their games every week in, week out will have to come to use to. Because if Kane's misfiring, not really showing the intent, like Mares did, Mares seemed to go through four, five, six performances, showing he wasn't interested, getting dragged off after 60 minutes, would kind of get a nudge off maybe his agent saying, you're going to screw up this move to Man City. And then all of a sudden, three weeks on the bounce, he's the best player in the Leicestershire. Is Kane like that? I wouldn't like to think he is. I'd like to think he's got a better mentor and a better persona than, than, than certain players like that. Um, and I, I, I maybe feel that Kane, in the weirdest sort of way, didn't really maybe even doubted his credentials a little bit because he didn't ultimately push that move through as much as he can. It was kind of like playground antics, weren't it? It was like you saw that interview he did with Neville. Oh, yeah, mm. I think I'm worth this much, so I'm going. You don't valuate yourself because an owner like Daniel Levy, no matter what you think of him, is a clever man when it comes to these things. He's gone, you think 100 million? Add 70 to it, mate. Yeah. I've just decided now, you know, because I reckon if he kept his mouth shut on a valuation and the Grealish deal had gone through, he could have gone to Man City for 120, 130, 140 yeah. million at a push. Did he really... 120 he million, Brad, come in. Yeah. Did he start to doubt himself? Maybe. Maybe Pep's words of not wanting the striker, they weren't really that bothered, told him that he weren't going to wear the shirt and be the starlight that he was hoping to be. Can he get out of this rut? There is a kind of bit of comical comedy theme that, you know, for the first month or two of a season, Kane doesn't know what the net looks like. Then all of a sudden scores 12 goals in eight games and he's back to He Kane. always struggles in September, I think, doesn't he, Harry yeah. Kane? Yeah, he I think that's... In August. He struggles in August. Yeah. Oh, is it August? So, yeah. It? Well, I can, only say, I can only say one thing. that I never thought I would ever see a Tottenham fan predict a Chelsea win against their own team. And, and I've just... I've to say this. You cannot be serious! You, Chris, Chris, mate, seriously, <laughs> I won't, I won't, uh, I won't sugarcoat nothing, mate. Seriously, and I can see Tottenham in a minute. We're not in a place where I, 
I want them to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And under Nuno, you can say it's early days, but I can't see no style to play at the minute. I really can. This is Josie number two. That's all. It's Josie's younger brother. That's all I can see. And I think yeah. Harry Kane. Um, Harry Kane. Um, is, he's lost out on his big move now because City now will go after Haaland. It'll go after mm. Haaland. Uh, May United probably won't come in for him. I mean, PSG will they go after Kane? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, sit um Liverpool. I don't think will come in. So I think he's missed out on his big move now. I think, um, I think Tottenham are stuck with him, and it sounds like Spurs. Um, we talks with him over four hundred k a week now mm-hmm. on another contract. I mean, and oh, oh. I just think uh, I know, it's there'll be a massive merry-go-round at Tottenham this season, mate. And strap ourselves yeah. in, I think, for Spurs fans. Well, all I will say is, how old is Harry Kane now? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight, and he's not yet got a trophy. We've got a player no. called Luke Thomas. He's nineteen, and he's got a um, FA Cup winners medal, and he's got a um, what I like to call it the English Super Cup medal. <laughs> and, um... The thing is, Chris. The thing is, Chris. With uh, Leicester, as you said there, you got a manager who backs the um, who backs the manager. He brings in proper managers. He brings in proper players. Whatever the manager wants, he'll, he'll go and get. Not like anything on the cheap. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, how much it costs? Ten million? No, I, I want something for cheaper than that. I mean, you've got someone. You're, I mean, someone who's going to back the manager, yeah. and that's why Leicester have done well. Yeah, you know I mean, that's why Leicester will always do well as well. They always keep um, improving. Well, you've got someone like. Yeah, we say fingers Funny. crossed that that, that 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 carries on. Simon, it's been great having you on. Thank you so much um, for that. Again, where can people find you? Yeah, uh, if you want to start following me, guys, uh, me and Matt, uh, we bring out some, uh, just we just do like just uh, previews and uh, uh, fans callings and, and things like that. And if you want to follow us, we are on uh, Premier Hotspur TV on all platforms. So, but Get over to Chris and Brad of Less Till I Die. Uh, fantastic channel and fantastic content. Cheers very much, Simon. And oh, just a question. Cheers, Should you ever get relegated, would you have to change the name of your YouTube channel? <laughs> 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 Ian Phil Hotspur, link- probably. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, Conference Hotspur. That's got a good <laughs> ring to it, hasn't it? You know. Oh, but yeah, the, the link to Simon's channel is in the description below on YouTube. It's a great channel. We have banter, as you can see tonight. He's a great guy and uh, one of the one of the nice Tottenham fans, I like to say. <laughs> yeah. But Simon, take honest, care of yourself. Chris, honest, I'll speak. Uh, I'll speak the truth. <laughs> you you speak the truth. You uh, you're <laughs> trusting the process. But, <laughs> good luck in the, in in your midweek, mate. And uh, we will uh, we will speak soon. Take care, bud. Thanks for coming on. Nice one, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, all the best. Bye bye. Brad, um, long ball. Tell us about it because that's uh, we do this prediction show every week, and it's a bit of fun yeah. just to see how we do. You, me, and, and a different guest each week. Um, we've actually got a Man City fan coming on hopefully next week. So, um, young Charlie there, but we also have, uh, uh, the, the, the league that Terry was mentioning earlier. And he says here, he's off to see what septic peg <laughs> thinks now. Um, we, we, some of us are doing better than others. So I kind of say that, but tell, tell us about the long ball. 
Yeah, so the long ball is a website that is is completely free to sign up, and it's really simple. All it is is the basic things that any place asks you for: use an email, create a username and a password. Uh, and once you've got that, if you've ever played anything like the Super Six, or maybe you do like a um, a work thing, my my mum does it. Used to do it at her work. You know, you just do a predictions league each week. It's it's every game week and Premier League fixtures, so every game gets included from Friday to to Monday in there. If you've ever done Super Six, you already know what it's about. It's basically every weekend's list of fixtures that's available for the Premier League. It's only the Premier League fixtures that come up, and you just predict the scores. You predict the scores. If you get the score. Uh, and the result right, you get more points. Um, and you just do you fill them in, you're in a league. So once you've got your username up, just give it to drop it in the comments. Chris will pass it on to myself, or you can message him on Twitter, um, or through any of our many other media sources. You just let us know your username, you'll get added straight into a league. It's got a lovely system to it because the thing is, as well, let's say you forget it's Friday night. You're just coming in after work. You've had a few beers and you realise there's a 12.30 kick on Saturday. You're waking up at 8 o'clock. Maybe you've got kids to take to the football. And you're thinking, oh, Christ, I haven't done predictions. Don't worry about it. Before you get your kids ready, before you get yourself settled in for a day of drinking on the football, you can just log on. It's it's the And you can do your predictions right up until the last couple of hours before the first game kicks off. Do and remember it's the first you. game. If it's a Friday, yeah. though, do remember. Yeah, and well, yeah, as it as it is this week, indeed. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, and don't worry about the fact that you're a few weeks behind everybody else. Uh, scores aren't that good. We can easily be caught up. Yeah, one good one good week, and you can easily be caught up. Brad, yeah. thank you very much, so much, mate. As always, I know you, you you love your predictions, and this is fun doing this and having a different guest on each week. Uh, yeah. come on, yeah. Leicester against Napoli. Thanks very much, mate, yeah. and uh, we'll speak soon. Yeah, no issues, mate. Take care. And looking looking so much nicer with the short hair and the beard trim. Uh, I know, right? I can't do my L'Oreal outfit, though. That's a bit disappointing. <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> oh, that's giving me ideas. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just so you know, Chris, I will catch you for the post-match for, for, for Napoli. Um Oh, brilliant. Oh, brilliant. You, me and Josh on that, so that would be quite good. That would be a good show. Yeah, okay. That's the mate. Thanks very much, then. I'll see you then. And uh, sp well, speak to you on Thursday night. I'll speak to you on Thursday. See you later, guys. Thanks a lot, mate. Take care. Cheers. Care. Thanks to Brad. Um, <laughs> he he does this. He, he's very good because he, he makes me look good. <laughs> I think I'm second at the moment behind Ian Marshall, ex-player. He's involved in this. Um, you automatically go into the Foxes League as well. Um, there's, oh, there's, 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 it's such a I, I can do it. And you're not you're not picking teams. It's not fantasy football. I don't get on with fantasy football. It would take over my life. I'd be changing players every week because I've had one bad game. This is just predicting the score. It's a great laugh. Um, this is Leicester till I die.
So this is what we've gone for this um, very evening. We've gone for, well, we couldn't decide, Newcastle or Leeds. We've gone for a home win, a draw, and an away win. <laughs> One of us is going to get a point. Um, we've got uh, Wolves, we think. We don't think Brentford are going to get a win. I think they might just get the draw against Wolves. Uh, Burnley, Arsenal, another one which we've gone completely across the board there. Um with all the choices. But we all think Liverpool are going to demolish Crystal Palace and Man City are going to get something out of Southampton, although Brad thinks Southampton may nick a point. We think Watford are going to struggle against Norwich. Um, maybe Norwich finally get some points on the board, uh, if only the one. Villa against Everton. Again, we don't think Villa will get anything from that. Um, I'm a bit worried about this one because last time we predicted Leicester... All three, all three people predicted Leicester to win. We didn't, but we think we're going to beat Brighton. It's a difficult trip down to the south coast, um, down the road from me. Uh, it has proved not the best of hunting grounds, but uh, but if we can beat Napoli, we'll go in on the high. And I don't think if we don't do well against Napoli, we will have a point to make. Brad thinks West Ham will get a point against United, but myself and Simon think it will be three points going United way. And in the big game on Sunday, the Super Sunday, there's two London derbies, but I suppose the big London derby, sorry, two London derbies, of course there's not. It's Man United, what am I saying? But then again, most Man United fans do live in London, so you could almost call it a London derby. That's that's going to get me hate, isn't it? Um, but the big London derby, Chelsea against Spurs. Even the Spurs fan can't see their team getting anything. They're getting a bit a bit disillusional with uh, with Nuno already. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, Scott, you're late. Did you bring a note? <laughs> Just jumped on. Great show. Thank you very much. Um, just say not far behind you in the prediction table. Not far behind, but you're still behind. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. <laughs> but uh, hey, thanks to everybody for coming on. It's been a great show. Thanks to Simon, our Spurs fan. Great guy. Great banter with him. He really, really is. His channel's below in the links on YouTube. Thanks to everybody that's joined us today as well. Brad, of course, and we'll see him on Thursday. Thanks to Scott for popping in then. James, Terry, JJ, David. Um, thanks very much to, 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 to David Gamble. Um, and thanks especially to Mel and, and for a donation. Mel, you, you're a superstar. Thank you so much for everything you do for me. Uh, Nippon, hope you're doing all right and you, you're having staying safe at the ground tonight, mate. Good luck for the win. Um, and Rich popped in as well. Thank you, Rich. So thank you to everybody that, 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 that popped in. Don't forget, if you want to watch this back, just to check how we did and if we got it right uh, at any point, you can do on YouTube. Or if you prefer to put the old headphones in and listen while you're washing the car or doing the washing up, whichever way you do it, um, we're on the podcast. About 10 minutes after the end of the show, it goes live on the podcast. Apple uh, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Google Podcast, Podcast Addict, and Anchor, to name just six. Uh, please keep those subscriptions coming on the YouTube channel. Um, how the devil are you? I hope you're well. Thanks for everything. Take care. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, pre-match show, myself and Craig and Emilio, the Nap Napoli fan. Good night. See you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Hello. Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch... Leicester Till I Die TV and YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club.
Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.